What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Caesar and the Wise Guy Sports Buzz Podcast. This is Caesar. First, I want to thank everyone for the positive feedback we've been getting recently on the launch of our new podcast. It's something new and it's much appreciated. So make sure you do follow us at Twitter at Caesar and Wise Guy. Our website is CaesarandTheWiseGuy.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Uh, meanwhile, I got my partner in crime on the other side, Mike the Wise Guy. Wise Guy, how you doing over there? Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Wise Guy over here, like Caesar was saying thank you so much for the positive feedback we really appreciate it from all our followers this is very new to us and we really appreciate everybody downloading our podcast and getting on our website following us we want to get into it with you guys and uh get into the sports buzz that is why you tuned into us so it seems as if we have some more gossip for you on the former Duke basketball player current new orleans pelicans rookie Zion Williamson. See, it always appears like as if we're picking on Zion Williamson for some reason, doesn't it? Yeah, sure it does. We were saying the other podcast, he needs to prove himself. So it's an ongoing <laughs> thing, man. Yeah, man, we sure were. Episode two, I think it was. We were just like ragging on him for a little while. But <laughs> anyway, it appears as if he's being accused of receiving impermissible benefits to have attended Duke. So the certifiable superstar is being accused by Gina Ford, who is his former marketing agent of receiving these improper benefits that would have made him permanently ineligible to attend the school. Yeah, Zion and his family were alleged to renting a property worth over $950,000 uh, for the rental home in college. I mean, they went wow. from making monthly payments to a home at $895 a month to a $4,995 per month rental property. I mean, that's an increase of $4,100 a month. I mean, that's pretty noticeable. And even his stepdad had three luxury vehicles. So, I mean, this is also rumored that uh, Duke alumni, that it was actually Duke alumni property that they use as a sales pitch to play for Coach K. I mean, people probably knew this. They probably questioned it, but it didn't go public for a couple years later. Wow, man. I'm curious how you even explain like that change in lifestyle, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know what? Guess what? This just in as of just today, the Florida Third District Court of Appeal granted Williamson a full stay against his prime sports marketing. It was a $100 million lawsuit and it was brought by Gina Ford. And according to the Athletics' Daniel Wallach, it means he will not have to testify about possibly receiving any illegal benefits. I mean, this order what? states yeah, the order states that the trials proceedings are hereby stayed. That's crazy. So that means like he doesn't have to say anything or talk or... What stays means that he will not have to answer Gina Ford's discovery request just for now. I mean, oh. I know that could have some serious implications. I don't know, man. Like, this could probably, for one, totally mess up Coach K's reputation. Also, for sure, Duke could definitely face repercussions, bans, scholarship reductions, um, some sort of punishments during the postseason, during um, punishments possibly during the season. Who knows, man? It totally reminds me of what happened with the whole Reggie Bush scandal. Do you remember that? Yeah, I sure do. Reggie Bush scandal. And that's what it reminds me of. The NCAA, man, if uh, if any of our followers out there remember, the NCAA found Bush and his family. They received improper benefits during Bush's time at USC when he played for the Trojans, when he played football for them. He got a few hundred thousand dollars from his agent. It was his sports agent. I remember uh, USC was put on probation for some years and they weren't able to compete in bowl games in like 2010 and 2011. Didn't Reggie Bush had 
I give up his Heisman because of that? Yes. Yes, exactly. Good job, C's. Um, yeah, he couldn't, he get, he had to give up the Heisman. He couldn't, he, yes, on t- it was on top of that. Icing on the cake, man. Then there was also, uh, <laughs> right? To say the least, yeah. icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Cam Newton under invest was under investigation for uh, allegedly seeking improper benefits while being recruited by schools um, when he was going to college by Mississippi State. Yeah, mm-hmm. by Mississippi State and Auburn before he chose Auburn. And there were tons of athletes, man. That's tons of shady stuff going on. Remember, Des Bryant was uh, yeah. in during that in during that scandal. He missed most of his entire 2009 season at Oklahoma State. He could have possibly won the highest in that year for not talking about his relationship. I forget who it was with. It was like uh, um, Deion Sanders or mm-hmm. Michael Irving or something like that. It was with one been. of them. Yeah. yeah, it was. he was in a relationship with one of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, it seems as though the NCAA recently decided to allow college athletes to finally benefit from their use of their names and things like that. So this division was led by California to pass these laws, which has been part of a long time debate whether college athletes should be paid or not. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't LeBron James had like a tweet? It was like nine months ago talking about this in California about college yes. athletes getting paid. Yeah, yes, exactly. And it mostly covers like football and basketball. Speaking of LeBron James, primarily since that's where the money is. Yeah, and uh, just. Re- Recently, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a new bill allowing college students to be paid for their name, image, and their likeness. And the bill will more likely go into effect on the, actually will go into effect on July 1st of next year. And it's the first of its kind on the state level. So he made this announcement while he was speaking at the University of Miami. So just another state that's coming through. I mean, like California started, there's going to be a whole bunch of states, New York through Nebraska. Who knows? (laughs) It brings us to the next topic. That has been passed around now for a long time. Should college athletes get paid? (laughs) I mean, should they or shouldn't they? My opinion, don't get me wrong, of course they should get paid. Coming from the wise guy, they put their (laughs) bodies on the line. They're exposed to permanent damage, and theoretically, they are the ones bringing in the money. They provide a good time for the fans who are willing to pay, so they deserve to get paid. That's capitalism. And everybody out there, if you're listening, that's America. But for the sake of this podcast, it's not the stance that the wise guy is going to take. Oh, what? <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm going to say that college athletes should not get paid. Oh no! All right, man, let's it's go. Let's go. My heart is breaking my heart. College athletes should not get paid. Who will pay these athletes? Is it going to be the NCAA? Is it going to be the colleges themselves? How often are they going to get paid? Is there going to be a salary cap like the pro sees? Okay, okay. You know what? I'm not the one to figure out who's going to get paid, but I do know this: I me mean, college sports bring in billions of dollars from advertisers, college administrations. We're, we're talking about the revenue all across sports, NCAA, you name it. I mean, this is going up into the high territory where people are noticing the uh, athletes are not really getting, you know, what they should. I mean, these are student athletes. Let's not forget about that. Yes, they are student athletes and it, it is a ton of money. But if the salaries were to replace the scholarships that they get, the terms would be marginal, man. I mean, these full ride scholarships 
folks upon graduation pay for themselves alone. Look at what they get on these full ride scholarships. Dorms, house, so housing, food, education alone. I mean, even though these are some full scholarships, you know, their tuition, the college fees, every accommodation is probably covered through through, uh, through the institution. But however, the, the expenses that are involved uh, with the student athletes I mean there's a lot of things people don't really keep in mind. They're, they don't cover their personal money, uh, crucial expenses as food, wardrobe, special events, things of that nature. And no one's going to cover for these expenses. And, and really, a lot of these uh, kids or students, however you want to call it, I mean, they can't really support them. I mean, by having the salary college athletes deserve, I mean, they would basically be able to focus on their college sports, whether it's basketball, football, whatever sport they're playing, and be able to build some savings. And it will basically help them throughout their adult life. Mm, I understand. But earning big money too soon like that can be very harmful. And we've seen it a million times by tons of even stars. And they've spoken out about it, man. We've seen it broke before you retire. Yeah, but you have to understand there's other you know people making some impressive salaries. The coaches are making great salaries. I think what Dabble Sweeney, the, the coach for the Clemson University, he's making over $9 million. He actually made uh, $9,300,000 last year. I mean, that's crazy. It, it, yes, it's insane. But that's the coach, man. You can't, you can't miss the purpose of college. It's supposed to provide students. And, and we're talking about the students with the tools to succeed after college. Yeah, but you have to understand there has to be some type of preparation, some financial implications need to be in place for these guys to be prepared for the real world. A lot of, I mean, this is even speaking for high school students as well. Coming out of high school, people don't know how to manage their accounts. You know, no one's ever transferred over $500 from one checking account to another. I know today's age is a lot more easier with the uh, type of money, uh, apps that are available for everybody. But at the same time, it's just having the money, having experience, what to do with it, having some influence, whether it's from your friends, your parents, family. I mean, if you don't have that with you, uh, you're not going to be motivated. My, my objective is, uh, in many cases, when you play sports, and we're in 2020 now, it's not the same as 1990, 1980, 1985, whatever you want to bring. True. There, needs, there needs to be some type of movement. There has to be some type of change to providing some students some incentives. You know, they I put agree their, with you. They put their body I, on the line, just like real athletes, yes. NFL, professional players. You know, you can have an injury that could not only affect your playing career as a college student, but for the rest of your life. I mean, how many, we were talking in the thousands over the last couple or decades, you know, people limping with the bad knee, bad, I mean, they're going to, the argument is, well, you put yourself in that position, you know, you thought you were going to be a pro, you, this is what you wanted to do, but we can't exactly. look at it that way. They, they work really hard to earn their way. And I think what it comes down to is just these owners being greedy. Like I said, it's a billion dollar industry and you're not going to even lift the finger to even, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, just pay him a hundred dollars, keep him happy. That's not going to be enough, but I'm not, we're talking about zero dollars here. Nothing. I mean, that's crazy. Okay. Well, I just want to back up to a a little bit to what you were saying. They should add classes in regards to like the economic side of it so they can teach these kids um, how to handle their money a little bit better. They should make a class or a curriculum that involves how to manage their money, a, a money management curriculum. It's, no, they it's, don't. it's been a should for a long time. I mean, when is that going to go away? No, agree. Agree. But it should be part of the curriculum that's part of their scholarship, not paying them. But the player shouldn't be paid because it'll lead to corruption and certain teams having recruiting advantages because they can pay those players and other teams can't. I understand that. But at the bottom line is, you know, we have a situation that's going to be ongoing for many years to come. It's going to be different for every state. I mean, you already know about Florida. So now we got California, got the big states, Texas. I mean, this is going to be an ongoing thing and it's going to, Com- it's going to affect, uh, the, yeah, the colleges and be some favoritism, a lot of finger pointing. No 
one's going to be perfectly satisfied at all. Look, I just I just don't think college athletes should get paid because it'll destroy amateur sports and bankrupt colleges. Got any how last hard? statements, Cees? My question is, how bad can it be? <laughs> how bad can it be? I guess the bottom line, everybody, is paying big money to college athletes defeats the purpose of college as a preparatory lesson for life, especially when the difference between a salary and a scholarship is marginal. On the other hand, not paying athletes risks serious long-term injuries and is wrong, in our opinion. Is the NCAA right to change this practice? Yeah, I don't know, but we're, I guess we're just going to find out. So just let us know what you guys think uh, about this debate as far as uh, whether or not the student athletes should get paid. People uh, look at the hard work they put in, something that, uh, whether it's incentives, um, some additional uh, money, I mean, whatever it, it comes down to, uh, we're going to have to see uh, when it comes to that time. Yeah, let's uh, get this going, man. So, check this out, sis. Craziest thing I've heard lately by a mile. And of course, involving Kyrie Irving. Kyrie <laughs> What's Irving, Kyrie doing now? <laughs> Kyrie Irving, as we know, has become the leader of a growing movement within the National Basketball Players Association to boycott the NBA for the remainder of the season. We all know this. We've talked about it. Well, on Tuesday, he took part in another one of these like calls that he makes where he gets players involved, where he urged his Brooklyn Nets teammates not to play, but that they could also start their own league. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. Now, the NBA is unique. I understand that among sports and the power individuals have. But come on, man. Obviously, there are no reports at this time that any players are interested in Kyrie Irving's idea. No, I agree with that. And uh, even Dwight Howard is siding with them. He agrees. Uh, Dwight Howard saying that entertainment is not needed at this moment. Can you believe that? And uh, that it's going to cause a major distraction for the the, the social justice cause right now that's going on with right, the protests. Right, no justice, no games is what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, and they want to you know focus on unity, you know, and I got to respect that at the same time, but you have to, I mean, this is almost like a first time situation happened. Not that, not that this wasn't a problem before, but we have to understand that this is always going to be an ongoing problem. Police brutality, um, I mean, I hope it's not an ongoing problem, but for what, the way it's been in the last, you know, 20, 25 years, I mean, we're talking about even further than that, decades. Um, you got to ask what's really going on by the Stars players. Are, are they really helping the the situation in my opinion you can actually do both you can have the platform you can play basketball and you can even actually bring even more special attention whether it's pre-game post-game whether or not these guys are allowed to give interviews i'm not sure what the protocols is going to be with the whole corona thing but uh i I definitely feel that uh he's actually using this as a way out uh, of not playing and and he's taking too many people with him Hmm, interesting and another thing is i also agree with what Stephen a smith was saying about Kyrie. i'm totally with him. Uh, like I was just saying, he feels that he's using this as a reason not to play. Uh, like I said, I understand the racial oppression, what's going on, but it's going to be an ongoing thing. And the fact that uh, you have the power to use your platform now, whether or not you're playing, uh, you have that power. So, and it's, you know, you're, let's be honest here. Uh, Kyrie Irving is not going to be the next Kaepernick. And let's just say that. I agree. And speaking of Kaepernick, former star, quarterback Colin Kaepernick has finally been first indication that he may be able to work back into the NFL for the first time since 2017. Sweet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, this whole Kaepernick thing is an interesting deal. Just remember 
that invite, that odd invite that the NFL made to him back, uh, I think playing in the Superdome uh, to help hold a practice. And then Kaepernick showed up. He didn't like the waiver. He restructured it at the last minute. And then he went over to a, a high school practice, a high, high school a football field, and they filmed the whole thing. And I remember seeing that on YouTube. I was on there. I was like, what's this guy got? He was actually the show at the time. And, and really, after all that, the NFL still said he blew his chances. And my question is, right. how? How is he blowing his chances? They're making the rules on top of rules. Uh, they don't trust the eye test. I mean, what was really wrong with what they saw? I know he wasn't know. being chased by linebackers. I know he wasn't doing some cuts, but I mean, come on now. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's funny who's actually kind of giving him his first kind of like look because Los Angeles Chargers coach Anthony Lynn, who has openly supported cap silent and nonviolent protests, put the former quarterback on the workout list despite having three quarterbacks already. Now, <clears throat> that's no surprise to me. To be honest with you, Cs, Lynn is one of three black quarterback coaches in the NFL. According to NFL.com, Lynn said he fits the style of quarterback that we want, end quote. Also claiming NFL teams, and I quote again, would be crazy, end quote, not to add cap to their prep this season. So it's just interesting because they already have Tyrod Taylor, who's going to be starting, and they have Justin Herbert at of Oregon, who they drafted in the top 10, and then some other bum who they got in 2019 in the fifth round. <laughs> but anyway, with the pandemic, you can never have enough QBs on your roster at this point in time, I guess. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like that they're considering even Donald Trump would just said in a recent interview, if he actually shows up and he, you know, delivers during practice, during tryouts, and he said he basically deserves another shot. I mean, that's a whole lot different from what he said. He basically just called him a bum four years ago and he can't play anymore. That's the reason to, to call him, you know, certain names at the time. So, I mean, times are shifting. It's obviously because of the, the recent developments with the protests, which is great. The message is finally getting out there. A lot of people are finally understanding where he's coming from. So I speculate sure. two possibilities happen here as far as where the NFL is going. Is it that they really know, say, for example, that the NFL will be playing in empty stadiums? Therefore, they don't really care if Kaepernick plays because it won't be turning off the fans and, and ticket sales. Or is it that the fact that they realize that there will be fans and he's going to be a hot ticket? So either way, you draw. Um, whether he has racial injustice on his side or not, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna point in his favor. So, I mean, at the bottom and the, the bottom line is, it's all about the money, and that's what it comes down to. And personally, for me, the team I hope he signs with, and get this, you're gonna be surprised. I really hope he signs with the Kansas City Chiefs and has a backup for the Ooh. be the backup for Patrick Mahomes. He would definitely make a, a good backup for Patrick Mahomes. And I don't wish injury upon anybody, but if Patrick Mahomes does get injured and then Kaepernick comes. In and let's just say this is crazy scenario. Let's just say he just takes him to the Super Bowl. And guess which team I'm actually rooting for to have a rematch. Let's just have a let's just have a Kansas City <laughs> 49ers, 49ers rematch and do and then have Kaepernick go against Jimmy Garoppolo. What do you think about that possible? I think the 49ers would feel really, really bad about themselves once again. But speaking of somebody who needs a team. Speaking again about former Auburn quarterback Cam Newton, just like the scandal we were talking about him earlier. 
After nine seasons with the Carolina Panthers, he is still looking for a new home. Now, whether he was asked or forced into the situation, it's obvious he will be playing somewhere else in 2020. Or, I mean, if he doesn't get picked up, maybe not. But the former MVP continues to train, and I see him every now and again with some players. Like, I saw him just recently. uh, He put a video out online with OBJ, um, Odell Beckham Jr., and all sorts of players he gets out there and puts in work and he looks yeah. really good. He's a hard um, worker. He really is. And he's huge. And uh, he looks really good. He doesn't look like he's injured, um, but that's video clips. So it's really hard to tell what kind of shape you're in or if you're over the injury or not. So yeah, yeah most um, definitely. I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to know which team he's going to end up. So uh, which team do you feel he's going to, what, what are your top two uh, teams you think he's going to join? I don't know. I can only give a top three right now. I'm oh, gonna, just top I'm gonna, three. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with top three. I can't give a top two. I'm going to give the top two teams he uh, he could go to and then the one team that I think he should go to. So I'm surprised Washington didn't pick him up because of Coach Ron Rivera. That's his old coach. And the Redskins um, with Dwayne Haskins as their quarterback. I think he could step in and just take over and they could do pretty well with him. Okay. Um, I think sh- I'm surprised Chicago didn't pick him up. Mm-hmm. I think he's completely better with than Mitch Trubisky and with their defense, he <laughs> yeah. could easily take him to the playoffs and if not deep into it. Um, that'd be the best defense he ever played with. And they have some great weapons on offense. Um, now the team that I think he should go to is Cleveland. I don't think ah. Baker Mayfield is mature. I don't think he's good enough to play with all those weapons. I think if Cam Newton came in, that'd be the best offense he he ever played with Odell Beck Jr. Um, oh my God, Chubb at running mm. back. I don't oh know. man, <laughs> he was he, a, a great O line and a pretty great defense to boot. So the only thing have, still, the only thing still questionable though is the uh, Cleveland's ownership. It's kind of been uh, iffy for a long time. Is that ownership right? Man? But right, but with that talent, remember him taking Carolina to the Super Bowl. I mean, like he, he I. Think think he would be a powerhouse in Cleveland so could be I just yeah so that's my only that that's my only thing other than I, that yeah I think he should I, I don't get know. this get this team I think he should go to the New England Patriots I think he, ah! he's, he's he's still he's still young what he's 31 years old I think him and Belichick would pretty much uh join together join forces and and be a, a force that's hard to handle I think it's going to be a, a good good addition to the Patriots I know they do things a little differently you know Cam has his own style you've seen his, his post-game conferences but you just never know maybe, maybe there won't be any post games in it you know he takes losses pretty hard maybe he's grown up a little bit maybe Belichick will straighten him out but that's my team that's I think he should go to the Patriots ah uh, that's kind of hurtful that you would say that to such a big Jets fan but yeah Jets fan <laughs> um this was such a great podcast I want to thank everybody for following us once again um check us out Caesar and the wise guy.com follow our podcast subscribe to our website and uh thank you so much everybody thank you for all the positive feedback and yeah. stay safe thank you